Hey guys, welcome back to the Social Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm also Jake. And today it's such an honor for the Switch Podcast crew to welcome Atlanta Braves minor league catching prospect Ryan Castillo to the podcast. We can't thank you enough for joining us and we can't wait to get started on the podcast. So, Ryan, how you been staying safe during the quarantine? Hey guys, uh, well, pretty much just trying to, uh, you know, maintain social distancing while also, you know, staying ready to play and, uh, you know, just ready to play some baseball, but also using a lot of hand sanitizer while we're at it. <laughs> so we hope that you and your family are staying safe, and let's start this interview. So we're first going to hit you with 12, I think, just regular baseball-type questions. And our first one is, when did you start playing baseball, and what drew you to baseball over any other sports you played growing up? So I started playing baseball when I was three years old. And obviously at that age, it started out just playing in the dirt um, picking grass and really not actually playing, but just kind of hanging out with the little kids. And then, you know, as I got older, it, it grew into something I really loved doing. And, I, you know, I spent a lot of time, you know, every, every day just practicing and playing baseball. Speaking of when you were younger, um, growing up, was there a team and a player you liked? Honestly, I was actually a huge Atlanta Braves fan, and my favorite player growing up would have probably been Andrew Jones. Um, I loved how he robbed home runs and all that, so he, w- he was definitely my favorite player growing up. Okay, so our next question is, what made you choose Cleveland State College for, your, for college? So, out of high school, I originally signed with the University of Tennessee, and uh, I wanted to go pro. I got injured my senior year, didn't get drafted, so I decided to go to Cleveland State because of the eligibility rules with, if you go to a junior college, you only have to go, you only have to do one year. So, if you go to a four-year college, you have to do at least three years. So, I just wanted you know, to get into the pro game as quick as possible. And I thought that was the best route to take at the time. So that's the, the way I went. Um, like you just said, you were pushing to get to pro bar earlier, but then in 2010, you were drafted by the Rockies in the 17th round. So what did it feel like getting drafted? I mean, it was awesome. It was very exciting um, just to get to, you know, get an opportunity to chase your dream. You know, I, I was so thankful and, it was just a cool moment I'll never forget, you know, hearing your name called and uh, getting that opportunity to go start your professional career. <laughs> Definitely exciting. So our fifth question is, you began your you began your career with the Casper Ghost at the rookie-level Pioneer League, and you had 305 batting average. So what was it like knowing that you had a great start to your professional baseball career? You know, it's obviously, uh, it gives you a lot of confidence moving forward to, to know that you belong and that, you know, it's, it is something that you could do. And, you know, if anything, it just gave me confidence just to continue to, to, to work hard and to keep chasing that dream. So in 2013, you played for the Modesto Nuts of the Class A Advanced California League. You were named the midseason all-star and the California League's catcher of the year. So what was it like knowing you were a top player in the league and got to win big awards like that? Anytime you, you're rewarded for, for success and honored, 
with those kind of awards, it's obviously it just continues to increase confidence, and it it. It's always nice just to be rewarded for you know the uh, the success you've had on the field. So it was a great feeling, um, very exciting, um, and just kind of you know from that point though you want to continue to get better. So it just motivates you to keep pushing and try to get better every day. So our next question is: You then played for the Melbourne Aces of the Australian Baseball League, the ABL, for a 2013-14 ABL season. So I was like going to play baseball in a whole other continent slash country just to play baseball it was awesome i mean totally different um different than the united states you drive on the opposite side of the road you're a long way from home um, but it was fun you know it was a unique experience being on an island um you know baseball was kind of up and coming there so you know the the year i was there was it was baseball was kind of uncommon compared to some other sports over there. So, you know, introducing some people maybe who hadn't experienced baseball was, was a pretty cool experience too. So you also got to play in the ABL all-star game and you won the Helms award as the ABL's most valuable player. So what was it like knowing you won another big award? You know, it just continues to uh, give you confidence as you move forward just to be honored and, uh, you know, and it, it shows that you're performing on the field too, which is obviously part of, you know, the most important part besides winning is performance. That's what keeps you around. So being able to, to win that MVP award and then, you know, just to continue it into the next season with the Rockies was a, was a great thing. So after the 2014 season, the Rockies assigned you to Salt River Rafters of the Arizona Fall League, which is a league where some of the top prospects go. So what was it like just knowing that you were one of the top prospects in the entire like MLB just for like that like league? I mean, that league was full of talent. I wouldn't say I was a top prospect. I just, you know, grinded through and had some really good seasons um, and got that opportunity. But, you know, playing against guys who now you see in – Major League All-Star Games is, you know, the talent was top-notch. It was, you know, great being down in Arizona in the fall. And it was a great league. My team won the championship, and uh, it, it was a great experience just playing against the best and with the best night in and night out. And then winning the championship was great, too. So it was a fun experience for sure. So we're going to fast-forward to February of 2017. I mean, 2018. Um, you signed with the Lancaster barnstormers of the Atlantic League of Professional Baseball. So what made you make that decision? Well, so in 2017, I was with the Seattle Mariners, and uh, that was the year after that where the free agent market was really slow. Not a lot of guys were getting signed. And I actually didn't get a, a job offer. So I had to go play in indie ball, which was probably the best experience I've had in baseball know the, the most uh, development I've I've had growing up and you know learning to love the game for what it is so it was a great experience I love Lancaster I had a great time while I was there um, the people were awesome but that's kind of why I went that route is I really didn't have another option and that was a you know a good opportunity at the time so I took it and ran with it okay so our last baseball like MLB type question that just for your for like at, before we go to rapid like non baseball and MLB related questions is on January 20, 
25th of January in 2019, you signed a minor league contract with your hometown favorite team when you were growing up, the Atlanta Braves. So what was it like knowing that you were going to switch over to a whole new MLB roster to play for in your future? You played for Rockies for such a long time and just played for different teams. So what was it like just knowing that your future would hold for a whole different organization? I mean, signing with the Braves was probably the brightest spot of, uh, of my career. You know, growing up, being a Braves fan and getting that opportunity just to go to spring training with them and fight for a spot. Um, it was great. Like the organization is first class, you know, being around guys that you grew up seeing on TV as coaches and coordinators was awesome. And, um, it's definitely been the funnest two, two years of, uh, of my career playing wise, just being with the Braves and, uh, you know, it's, it's been a, a dream come true. <laughs> Okay, so now we're gonna move on to like rapid fire questions. Like, sort of was pretty quick, I guess, not like baseball and MLB related. And our first one: What's your favorite place that you've traveled to, just like in your career, just regular wise? Oh, Boise, Idaho. So I kind of wanted to ask you this question. It wasn't one of our questions, but what's your opinion on like the the Major League Baseball, like if they're starting the season or not? I wish I had one. I have no idea, um, you know, where our information is literally the same information that you guys see on ESPN and, and read. We All I know is we're hoping to play soon. Um, until then, we're just staying ready, and whenever it's time, we'll go. But no clue of when we're going to play, if we're going to play, how long we're going to play. We're just all hopeful that we're going to play soon, so. So, um, for this question, it's kind of two and one. So, is, is what's your favorite non-baseball team and favorite non-baseball player? Favorite non-baseball team? Probably the Tennessee Volunteers. And since I am a Tennessee Volunteers fan, my favorite non-baseball athlete Peyton Manning. <laughs> well, great. So, what's our third question is, what's your next best sport outside baseball? Uh, well, if I had to pick, probably tennis. I played tennis in middle school, so I still, uh, I mean, I'm no Andre Agassi, but I'm pretty good at tennis. So, this one is baseball related, but what's your, like, favorite coach you've ever played under? Uh, it was a, a guy by the name of Lenny Cicada. He was my 2013 manager. Um, I've had a lot of great coaches throughout throughout my career, and, but he was probably the most impactful um, as far as pouring into me, you know, trying to help me get better. Okay. So our second to last question of the interview is, what's your favorite picture you ever caught under just in your career? Favorite picture I've ever caught? I would have to say my favorite picture that I have ever caught would probably have been Christian Bergman. Just for the simple fact is the games were super fast when he pitched and he always was throwing strikes. So, you know, it's just real easy. Not a lot of, you know, squatting there because of pitcher throwing balls. It was just, he was... We were in and out quick, and it, the game moved fast. 
So the final question we have for you is, we don't know if your quarantine has ended yet, but what's the first thing you're going to do once it's over or you did already? So our quarantine is over. I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia. And honestly, as I just went out to dinner with my wife, you know, we've been eating dinner at home. Sometimes it's just nice to get out and eat dinner. Um, so that was one of the first things I did. Okay, so thanks so much again, Ryan, for joining us. To our listeners, please make sure to donate to our GoFundMe charity to help COVID-19 relief, which is which the link is in our bio on Instagram. And please comment and follow and drop a like on our podcast on Spotify and SoundCloud. And our newest thing platform is Apple Podcasts, which we just got on a few days ago. So thanks a lot, John. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Have a great day and stay safe. You too, buddy. Have a good one, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you stay safe and you like this podcast. Peace. Thank you.